BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It is July 14th, 2023. And this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Wow. Talking about SmackDown. Everybody's talking about SmackDown. Tonight, meetings in the ring, matches to qualify for future matches, and a main event whose finish you could have seen coming from a mile away. Whoa. Yeah. All (laughs) that and more on tonight's Wrestling Inc. Podcast. And look, the three of us, for the yes. first time in weeks, together again. The production values have really gone up on this podcast since I've been gone. I really did like that intro. Yes. And if you like this podcast, do us a favor. Like, share, subscribe. Leave us a rating and review. Tell your friends. Tell your therapist. Call your mom. She misses you. And let her know about the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Before we dive into SmackDown tonight, Alfred, what is going on in the news? Well, the big story of the day, Hollywood is on strike because the Screen Actors Guild has joined the WG. Oh, no, no, wrong story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A little rusty, a little rusty. My bad. That was my bad. This is a wrestling podcast, I understand. And the big story in wrestling, AEW has released what is believed to be new safety protocols. Those of you who are fans of wrestling that is soaked in blood might be disappointed in the weeks to come, just days out from the blood and guts showdown between BCC and the elite. AEW is believed to have released uh, some safety standards that include, and I quote, unprotected chair shots to the head are banned. Also, our band hits the back of one's head, buckle bonds, blind moves backwards into the turnbuckle. Additionally, AEW performers will no longer be allowed to sell with seizures. That is directed at one man, Brian Danielson. No concussion responses, no spit, no blood in the crowd, no use of weapons in the crowd. No, you cannot physically interact with audience members or take food or drink. I feel, I feel like that members. one is directed to NJF. I feel like yeah, some so of these are so specific. <laughs> They're subtweets, yes. So, yeah. uh, essentially, Blood and Guts next week is going to be an arm wrestling match, uh, given all oh, these God, sanctions that have been put on God. AEW. <laughs> but it looks like AEW is moving towards a, a more safe product. This has been a criticism. They have dealt with injuries. Uh, but uh, what do you make of all of these new safety standards, Isa? 
Um, I, I saw the report. I believe this was originally released by FIFO Select. And I actually did tune into uh, a show that they did to explain this. And there's a lot of spots that are okay as long as they're clear with the match producer and other people ahead of time. So I do think that we will see a change, but I do think that we'll still see a couple of crazy spots here and there. They just got to be planned out better. I think it's not, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, we see a lot of crazy things that they get away with and you wonder how are they getting away with this? Um, I, I don't understand why the safety of their performers is such big news. This should have been their priority since day one. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it adds a level of predictability, though, when a list like this gets released, because then you feel like, OK, I'm not going to see these things. Or maybe maybe because Tony Khan knows how to work the Internet, maybe this is a swerve and he's releasing it. So then when these spots do happen, you're like, oh, my God, that's not supposed to be allowed. Oh, Glenn, the yeah. conspiracists love this. Yeah, maybe that's him, yeah. Himself. yeah. Well, I think it's a mixture of both. There's another story we'll just throw in here that AEW looks like they're planning on moving to 12 pay-per-views per year. So if that's the case, a lot of these big matches they do have on TV are going to have to be moved to pay-per-view, are going to have to be spread over the course of the year. And they're probably thinking on that level, if they're going to have all these big matches, we can't have all these people who go all out in these big matches trying to kill themselves. It could be part of that as or well. each other. And, uh, yeah, or each other, exactly. Uh, and I also think that, listen, we're looking at, we're going to get into this next news story of how well WWE's ratings were to a historic level. And WWE did that with almost an hour of no pro wrestling. AEW is getting out of the professional wrestling business. It was fun while it lasted. But this home of professional wrestling bullshit, I think it's run its course. And I think AEW realized that in order to do the type of numbers that WWE's doing, not that they're going to do those exact numbers, but in order to regain momentum, it's going to be on the strength of sports entertainment, which is what you're seeing with MJF and Adam Cole, which I have mixed feelings about, but I think they've been very entertaining together. Yeah. And I think that's part of them moving away from all these wrestling for the sake of wrestling matches because, honestly, all these matches and dangerous spots only pop a very small segment of the wrestling fandom. Preach. You're not wrong. What else is going on? Uh, well, let's talk about this rating that WWE SmackDown did. And monster number, 986,000 in the 18 to 49. It had a chance to be the number one show on network television, which has never happened in the history of the wrestling business with any promotion. And WWE came close. They were not the number one show on network television. They were the number one English language show on network television. Number wow. three overall. They were only beaten by two Spanish broadcasts, I believe, of the Gold Cup. It was soccer games. Uh, so okay. excellent historical numbers for this Bloodline segment from last week, which was a trial of Roman Reigns, which was, I believe it was 38 minutes before they even had a single match, maybe even more. And, 39. Uh, Cost of uh, 39 minutes, a lot of cause of consternation. But listen, this bloodline storyline is red hot. People are here for the downfall of Roman Reigns. And I think the sports entertainment is starting to draw as it has been for WWE for quite some time. What do you make of this big number for your boy Roman Reigns, Issa? I'm not surprised. I've been telling you all about Roman Reigns is the best thing in the show. And you, no, it's Cody Rose who's popping the numbers. No, it's Sammy saying no, it's oh, me, it is Roman Reigns. The only reason I mean, why they even popped a rating is because they were attached at one point with Roman Reigns. Mm. You see Monday Night Raw doing those kind of numbers over there with your boys? 
No, it is Roman. And you know what? Now the Usos, as soon as they get smashed by the tribal chief, they're going to go back to being irrelevant while Roman Reigns still brings in the numbers. I am not surprised at all. Couldn't disagree anymore, Glenn. I think, uh, as we've seen tonight, LA Knight and the hope of seeing LA Knight hey. is what pops that SmackDown rating. There you go. You weren't even in the LA Knight train, Glenn. Please. Chill. I started that train. I put that train together on the track, and it's good to have you guys aboard. I do think that this is very impressive with the bloodline of Roman Reigns, but I think it's the downfall of Roman Reigns. The fact that he's losing his kingdom is what's drawing Sorry, a lot of people to these TV sets. He's not losing anything. He's, those titles are still around his waist, aren't they? All that Roman Reigns has done is get rid of the extra unified load he's been carrying for ah. the last two years. Roma is going to be okay. I think uh, it's only a matter of time before L.A. Knight, the white little John, spouting yeah. Yeah catchphrases, is going to be WWE champion. What? Yeah. Well, he can't say what. He can say, yeah, he cannot say what. But he can say, okay, maybe he can take that. See? L.A. Knight, the white little John. I never thought about it like that. He should come out uh, to get low. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be. What else is going on? Speaking of a lot of fun, SummerSlam is coming up, and uh, the card is kind of materializing. I think a lot of these matches that are rumored to happen, no surprise, Charlotte, Flair, Bianca Belair, Asuka in a triple threat, Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley, RIP to the women's tag division, I guess. Uh, Cody Rhodes is going to destroy Brock Lesnar, probably in some <laughs> kind of gimmick match. Uh, what's Guther up with the versus Drew McIntyre. And that's a great question. We can get into it uh, after I read off this card because okay. I have a lot of questions about that uh, tag team division. Uh, but one match that is now being rumored, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Looks like it's going to be a match at SummerSlam as WWE continues to tell the slow story of the fall of the Judgment Day, which I think they've done a good job of. So Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Maybe we get a cash in from Damian Priest, but that's looking to be one of the headline matches. Does that get you excited? We'll start with you, Glenn. I mean, I'm excited right now this is uh you know titillating the juices of my forbidden desires so yo chill <laughs> i didn't see la knight on this card they better they better have something for la knight but um, uh, he might be winning but, that u.s championship i'm I assuming sure so. they'll put they'll put the united states championship because i am automatically going to assume he's winning next week mm -hmm. we'll get into that segment later um i i like this i i We'll see. The thing that worries me here is that I feel like they might be trying to tell the same story with the briefcase holders. You're going to see some tension with mm -hmm. Bailey trying to go after the world championship and EO trying to cash in, and now you're doing the same thing. You know, you've been doing the same thing with Priest, Finn, and Seth. I am not personally interested in another Seth Rollins Finn Balor match. I mean, we've seen them wrestle each other for seven years way too many times. So if, if it's for the sake of continuing to tell the story, and if Damien Priest walks out of SummerSlam with a matching title with Mommy, okay, I'm good with that. But other than that, uh, you know, we I didn't want to have a world champion on Raw to just see the same matches we've been seeing for the last seven years. That's yeah. All. It'll be interesting. Uh, but no, I think SummerSlam has become a pay-per-view that is an event and experience in itself. Similar to WrestleMania, like the card matters, but it also kind of doesn't so much. You can just throw you know, the people's favorites on there and have them fight and it'll be fun. I think the bloodline stuff is going to, is going to main event, right? I mean, you'll have Cody Brock. Oh, yeah. Like I think uh, the women's tag division though is interesting given, are we going to get this Ronda Shayna? It's just kind of weird. Have they followed I, up on that? On yeah, Raw? they have. On they Raw? have too much. Yeah. yeah I thought that it's like nothing. 
well, they're on Raw. But oh, I thought sense. they had two matches that I personally didn't even think we needed a title behind. We haven't have a good grudge feud. That, because I, to me, Trish and Becky didn't hit the way that it should have. And I felt like Shayna and Ronda and Charlotte and Bianca don't even need a title involved. This yeah. is the last horse woman that Bianca is, is dying to beat. That's what she always said she wanted to do when she came here. So I thought that somehow tonight we will turn it into just the two of them and move Asuka on, you know, to something else. But whatever. I just feel like there there are some interesting stories happening in the women's division that don't even need a title, but somehow we're going to... Hopefully we do get Shayna and Ronda, no title involved, just a, just a match between them at SummerSlam. I'm, I'm invested in that. I thought they did a good job with, with them on Raw. You know, honestly, as crazy as this sounds, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso doesn't need a title. The man has not defended that title wow. since WrestleMania, and they've established that tribal chief lay. It's like, you could argue it's just as important as being the champion. If you were to say it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso and the winner gets to be tribal chief, that's just as enticing to me as a world title match. So why they didn't have Cody go over, I'll never know, but we'll have to wait till WrestleMania for you. You think, you think we're going to get in, uh, Grayson Waller versus The Rock? At SummerSlam? Oh my God, oh, yeah. I am loving it. their interactions. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, that be incredible not? if this is finally what gets The Rock back in WWE? Oh, well, we all know things. he fears Roman Reigns, so he's not going to show up <laughs> for the bloodline. He's staying away from that. Honestly, I'd be more interested in a talking segment between Grace and Waller and The Rock. And honestly, it would be closer than you think. Like, The Rock is... Wait, 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 wait. It's going to be closer than you think. It would be closer than you think. Grace and Waller is here, and now he's been doing it every week. Just me seeing Grace and Waller hang with John Cena the way he did, I was thinking, oh, God, this guy's a pig to slaughter. It's going to be one-sided, whatnot. Grace and Waller was excellent against John Cena. And him against The Rock, I think he'd have some tricks up his sleeve that would surprise a lot of people. He did well against Edge as well. I I will say when he posted that video, just like burning the rock, I that was hilarious. I laugh hysterically. I'm like, Grayson Waller needs to chill, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two super chats so far, both from Tantalizing Tony and the Tantalizing Tony Wrestling Show. First off, ten dollars. Wow! Shout out to you, great content creators, and thank you, Issa, for your support. And Roman equals ratings. He's elevated every single person who's come in contact with him. So imagine the LA night elevated me without LA night contact. <laughs> the LA night versus Roman Reigns feud. He will be the biggest star in all of WWE and professional wrestling. Oh, what could happen? He'll be a big baby face when he loses that title to Cody Rhodes. I'll tell you that. But uh, that's uh, that's coming. Uh, let's uh, finish with some quick hits, uh, ladies and gentlemen, quick boys hits. and girls, from the gossip websites. All In is expected to be a pay-per-view show, despite the fact that All Out is happening a week later. I'm expecting that one of these shows is going to come at a smaller price point or discount, because it would be wild if AEW asked its fan base to pay, what would it be, $100 in two weeks for pay-per-view, Issa? Yeah, usually that's what they run. I get them through Fight TV, so we get lucky, because I think it's only $19.99 on Fight TV. Mm. It's a little bit cheaper. Or is it 39 I don't know. It's like It's cheaper, but still, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we were all wondering, you know, this super sold out show that's happening. We didn't know how we were going to get it. So I do hope there's a way to watch it. But that is a that is a big ask. They need uh, they need it's, it's a big ask. Service. It's a big yeah. ask. Big ask. K with the K. <laughs> Thank it's you also a big ask. <laughs> but enough about if the, car, what if the car don't work, it will be ass. <laughs> Not even big, just ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's exciting though. I think the I, I think okay, they need to get their UK show on TV because if they can broadcast the excitement 
that WWE had when they went to Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. when they went to London for money in the bank. If AEW can get that on TV and TNT and TBS can get that in promos, that will do so much for AEW yeah. in showing, like, it'll just make it seem really hot to get them in front of that crowd. And I, I completely agree, Glenn, and I get wanting to make pay-per-view money off of a show like this with all these people in the crowd, but you really also should think about the long game. I'm actually surprised that they are putting all in on pay-per-view. You put something like this on TV, not only are you going to get a larger audience and a massive number that would flirt with what WWE Raw and SmackDown do, you would also, you could have an opportunity to create new fans. And by yeah. doing this on pay-per-view, we've seen the pattern of AEW pay-per-views. It hasn't really spiked, but it hasn't really dipped. It's really just kind of the same core audience of fans who buy these pay-per-views so i'm not anticipating it being so much more over that that you have to put this on pay-per-view i think it would have been a smart move to do this on television make your product look major league and make more fans in the long run yeah if they have disappointing numbers by splitting the audience between those or there's fatigue that's going to hurt them more going into these renegotiations with the wb or without that's another thing tnt yeah, well, WBC, that's w- another thing. Yeah, it's W, yeah. Yeah, with that, that would, just like we're seeing all these main roster stars on NXT, yeah. having a show on TV for AEW and seeing what kind of number they could do would really help them in negotiation, which is going to be their lifeline. It's not going to be pay-per-view. It's going to be the TV money that they get that's going to determine how competitive they're going to be with WWE. Yeah. And finally, speaking of being competitive with WWE, Brian Pillman, developing story has quietly left aew and was spotted at the training center are we called that one the other night sorry wbpc yes <laughs> nice good for him yes good for brian that is your news no brainer no brainer for wwe to sign him i'd love to see him in nxt honestly i think yeah me too i think he'd make nxt a lot of fun mm-hmm. yes he should uh send uh, uh braun breaker to the main roster oh there you go come out retire him <laughs> we'll have new uh, jobs for a month oh uh, we'll see uh shout out to everyone in the chat tonight what's up ricky killer of demons shabowski gabrielle jason s tommy O, loxus piero alicia a tantalizing tony the tornado anthony y mon yeah Cousins, baby shit heat huffman elite training everyone thank you for tuning in tonight very exciting SmackDown that opened tonight with Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair in the ring together, making an agreement tonight that if Bianca beat Oscar in the main event, Charlotte would get that opportunity at that championship. I mean, Issa, I'll go to you first. Did you believe we were going to get the full complete match with a satisfying finish of Bianca Belair versus Oscar on free television? Not at all. They've been teasing this is not gonna have a clean finish for weeks now. However, I uh, I love the I love the fits. It was a battle. Who had yeah. the better bodysuit on? I thought both women looked <laughs> like stars. And again, I don't feel like you need a title behind this match. The if I'm gonna nitpick, they made Asuka, who is the actual champion, mm. feel like such an afterthought. Yeah, so? in the segment yeah. they did. I agree. Yes, yeah, so, I mean later on, you know, we made up for it, and, and Asuka still our champ. But right here, be uh, Charlotte came out was very respectful to Bianca and said, "I know you're gonna beat her, and I'm next at SummerSlam. You I versus me." She said that. She literally said that, Glenn. I know. <laughs> so they did make Asuka feel like an afterthought. So it, it's not good for your champ. 
I didn't have a problem with her saying that because the tone that both of them were using was very sarcastic and passive aggressive. Like they didn't mean what they were saying mm. and they were doing it in a way that let you know that Charlotte's definitely showing up. She's definitely going to screw with this match. Uh, and I agree. One of the best long-term stories that nobody's talking about is the battle of the bodysuit between Bianca and Charlotte. Every Flair. week, man. I, I've been keeping an eye on it. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. But you know, I thought this was a good opening segment. We don't see too many opening segments with women, uh, with whether it's Raw or SmackDown. They close, and, and they close the show as well. And they close the show too, bookended. So I thought it was a good change of pace. I really do like how they're building to this triple threat. This gives me vibes of, I don't know if Bianca's going to turn heel because they might have the John Cena theory with her. Yeah, I, I feel it. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, and I get it. She's a great role model and stuff like that. I really want to see her turn heel. But having said that, I love what they're doing and that it very much yeah. reminds me of Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin in the 90s. Or And then it was Bret Hart, Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels where it's these three people who all want the title and, you know, the baby face keeps getting screwed. And they're kind of telling that story with Bianca. And I think they're doing a good job building this triple threat because a lot of times WWE just announces triple threats out of nowhere and this is a good actual build to where you can justify a triple threat match do you think bianca's look tonight was too close to charlotte's look last week mm. no no these are these were way complete different bodysuits. you're just not paying attention to these i i they're different in some ways but i'm just saying the no, they're very different you know maybe I'm just more diamonds on bianca's no, the Bianca actually had pearls in her where, where uh, um, Charlotte's was all diamonds. You know what? That's that's what it is. It's looking at the screenshot where they look similar, but the screenshots from a distance. Right. Yeah. You know, it doesn't quite represent as well. So, yes, diamonds and pearls, much like Prince sang about, or the artist formerly known as Prince, who then was later again known as Prince. That'd be a fire tag team name if Bianca and Charlotte ever got together. Diamonds and pearls, let's go. Would be pretty good. Uh, this tag division... I mean, do you think Isla and Alba are going to have a shot? Or are they just like, are Isla and Alba going to become like the female Viking Raiders? Yeah, like they brought them up just to unify the titles and then they just forgot about them. It feels that way. Yeah, they, I haven't seen or heard from them. They need a male Valhalla, so maybe they will be. Um, Pretty Deadly took on the Brawling Brutes with Butch tonight. Not everyone been, at once. Um, they've been doing this match for a while now, and I'm still not sick of it. Uh, the crowds are not sick of it. I think they work very well together, but I would like to see Pretty Deadly move on and start racking up wins all over again. Me too. Me too, but this was a fun match. Yeah, very fun. Good. They just, they've got great chemistry. I mean, Pretty Deadly is a great tag team, so they'll have great chemistry with everybody, but they have very good chemistry with the – it might be the colonial thing. They're all Europeans. They all hit each other extra hard. And if we were just criticizing how they have – Isla Dawn and Alba Fire kind of like forgotten them. Pretty Deadly has been on TV consistently every week on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're in a pretty good place. I mean, mm -hmm. booking likes. And the problem is you need more. Um, you can't. I mean, we've talked about this before. I think it's a mistake to have you always in segments and feel like to keep the feud too much with the same people. It just gets old. It's like AJ and Carrie and Cross. It's like, I'm so sick of it. Don't even get me started. We'll get to that else. later. Um, but yeah, I, I think pretty deadly. The problem is that, I mean, when are Sammy and Kevin, are they dropping those belts anytime soon? I hope so. Probably not. But when they do, it'll be a big deal because of it how they be. won those belts and because of how over they are. And I think pretty deadly will be the team to take it off them, or at least I hope. Well, this is the problem with unified titles. You know? It really, I mean, it just takes away opportunity. It takes away incentive. It takes away meaning. It takes away weight. It's... Uh, 
it's unfortunate. But I like this match tonight. But yeah, I'm not sure, not sure where it's all headed. Then, if you thought like, okay, tonight we got some fresh stuff happening, how would you feel about having a 10 minute video recap about what happened last week? Jesus, it was amazing. <laughs> Trying to goose those ratings again. <laughs> I which is weird because like more people tuned in last week. Pretty confident that you didn't need to uh, refresh everybody. I mean, it was cool to see. And last week was a great episode. This was a very long recap of what happened with the tribal court last week. Um, and we, I guess we got the headline out of this. that Jimmy Uso is injured in the foreseeable future, which means he will a thousand percent be making a surprise return interference uh, at SummerSlam. During the Does he cost Jay in any way, shape or form? Do we see... A heel turn at all? What do we why think? Would he cost, why would it cost Jay anything? Like Roman Reigns already beat that ass a bunch of times. Like Roman Reigns don't need nobody's help to beat Jay Uso. Please. Jimmy could come back. I mean, I think we expect him to come back in this. He match should though. He should cost Jay because look what Jay got him injured. Way to go, Jay Uso. Look what you're it's all doing. Roman Reigns' fault. Jay had nothing to do with this. Don't listen to that. Jim, this is all, this all Sammy Saints' fault. If we're gonna be honest, he started this. <laughs> That's your territory, Glenn. It's your boy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that... Uh, hmm. Sammy, it's actually interesting how they're keeping Sammy separate from all this, but I think... Oh, I God. <laughs> I think Sammy is going to get... Sammy's going to make another cameo in the Bloodline story at some point. Why? He, he chose to. to walk away. He's been... He, they, I hope they got a restraining order against him the way he's been obsessing over them afterwards. Well, Issa, I think with Roman's downfall, the way it's happening, he's gonna need that what Sammy. Downfall? He's gonna need that what Sammy downfall? rub to make him relevant again. What downfall? You know? oh, oh, oh. What are you talking about? Hey, what? Sammy might get a win over Roman when that downfall is happening after he loses to Cody. Sammy might sneak in there, get a win over Roman. We get the reunion between Sammy and Jay. But will, will there be? We've been doing will, this for two years, and you guys are still delirious. Will there be dog food involved in that match? Oh wow! That's the question. It's like that, Kelvin R. Maybe on a pole. Five dollars saying I'm still trying to get used to the disco motif for pretty deadly. I love it. I love it. Me too. That's great. uh, ABBA inspired theme song. It's fun. Um, I think they're leaning in. They're they're kind of queer coding them. Actually, not even queer coding them. Like it's over. This isn't even like Jason Momoa and Fast X. Like this is (laughs) this is pretty overt. Well, I felt like it was more overt in NXT when they were in hotel rooms together and doing yeah. sketches where it looked like they were filleting each other for like feeding each other <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, but they were they were Calling in the bathroom darling. together. Yeah, what bros can do that, man. I mean, sure. you know. So wait, so when we go to Vegas, I'm gonna obviously if you're telling me bros do this, I'm getting my own room, and then you're gonna be taking a dump while Alfred showers next to you. You guys are bros, <laughs> right? Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, if you have an industrial fan or something, I don't know. Because those were the vignettes that we're doing. He was just sitting on the toilet. He okay, was like okay. maybe painting his nails or okay, sure. trimming them, you know? I think they should go all the way. I, I, I would have no problem with them kind of doing what they were doing in NXT because I agree that it is leaning or queer coding, as you were saying, but they were pretty much an out couple in NXT. And I think if you do that in WWE, it's... You just came off of Pride Month, and it's, it's been so long. I don't think WWE's ever done a storyline like, like this where the baby faces were the LGBTQ people. It's usually they're doing that to get heat. Yeah. I mean, they're they're definitely getting over. Uh, it varies from market to market, sort of the level of response they're getting. But I think that I think it's working. It's good. 
it's just the main roster version is interesting to see kind of like some of the tweaks that they're that they're making to yeah. this um so charlotte flair made it seem like she was leaving ran to and adam pierce i mean they just so like so heavily like you could see this coming from a mile away and then having bailey and eo sky like i i, I could have literally like like uh, when johnny carson used to do karnak i could have written down the main event and sealed it in an envelope <laughs> and shown it to you now to prove that i knew what was happening at the end of this episode um so bailey with eo sky took on Zelina Vega and Bailey got the win. Quick match. Quick match. I like seeing Selena being featured, but uh, it feels like we're building Bailey back up for something. You know, she's getting heavily involved in the world title picture one way or another. Uh, we were getting to the Chatsy team, but I feel like we're starting to kind of like build Bailey up for something. I'm looking forward to see what it is because she's been kind of quiet. Now, Chatsy. This was oh good. Appeared on the Titan Tron to say that, you know, Bailey and Eo would cut her hair, but Shotzi don't care. Shotzi's crazy. And she shaved her hair. Now, we know in real life, based on her social media, that she's supporting her sister who's going through chemotherapy and radiation treatments for liver cancer. Uh, of course, we wish Shotzi's sister and family all the best uh, in this trying time. But I like how they're tying this into doing a little bit of a reboot with Shotzi. Mm-hmm. And her character. Yeah, I. W- I mean, I thought the segment was good, and I think Bald Shotzi is going to slap. I would have liked you talk about Bailey being quiet. I would have liked this to have built to a hair versus hair match. Even you do something like that on television, that would be something that I would be interested in seeing. You have some stakes with it. It's a little rushed that she just shaved her head, especially because she said, "This is me being in control," and it's like, "No, Shotzi, you totally don't look like you're in control." I know, but and, and, and that's that's the messed up part of this is that. I think that the powers that be are probably like, okay, it's cool and kind of crazy and bold that Chas is going to shave her head, but we're not going to give it the time for a match. Like, if you want to yeah. do that, we'll put it on TV, but we're not going to give you a match to to go there. And that's that's a little insulting from creative to Shots. No, it's not. I'm sorry. From from my perspective, seeing somebody willingly shave their head, yes. you're insane. I I would rather see that than her losing a match. That's okay. what we see all the time. Okay, what she if she? Okay, but Issa, let me pitch this to you. Let me holler at you for a second. What if Shotzi won the match, or there was a DQ, and then Shotzi shaved her head anyhow? I I like the video package. I like what they did with her. This is the most interesting that she's been since she's been on the main roster. I like the promo. I'm just saying, let's give her some matches. And yeah, two things can be back. true. I too enjoyed the promo, but now Love seeing that this has happened, the fact that Bailey was yeah. carrying around her hair, I was assuming this was going to a hair versus hair match. Every, this would have helped Shotzi more because they're telling a story. Every somebody's changing their look is in a hair versus hair match. I thought this was. Okay. Uh, I thought it was more impactful. I did say, and I said it on my streams. They need to follow up with it. We cannot just yes. have her go crazy. Have a promo of this impact. I'm sorry. I. Uh, to me, that that made an impression. You cannot just do that and then not do anything with her. So okay. I well, guess I want to see where we go, but I think absolutely. it's more powerful to do it this way than to put it on a match. What do we do to follow up, though? Are we going to get her a wig? Like, this is the payoff. No, she's going to be crazy. She's going to run around with a shaved head going crazy. Hopefully she beats her with an umbrella. I don't know. Now, on the other hand, Bailey needs to pull a full Brandy Rhodes 
and start cutting hair and like we never got to see the payoff of that with no, Brandy. Please stop. <laughs> I wanted it to be like like you know like Dolly Parton saying of a, about a coat of many colors. I wanted it to be like a weave of many colors made from the hair of her victims. Bye. <laughs> When is the last hair versus hair match in WWE? I feel like it's been years. Mandy and remember. Sonya were supposed to have one, remember? They were supposed to, and that was during the pandemic. That was three years ago. Yeah. And then so, some I mean, real I, life I think events. the hair versus hair match could have drawn. I mean, it's, it's not going to do Cody Rhodes numbers or bloodline numbers, but it could have drawn an audience if they would have built this up correctly. Yeah. I think it's the best thing she's done. She's been on the main roster. Oh, I agree. I agree, but I, yeah, I still think that they could have done a match. But I, I, it's fine. I think. Yeah, Alfred, you also thought Chuck. Cody was winning at WrestleMania, so it's all good. Everybody, let's just, let's just read that. And he should have won. He should have won. I didn't. You thought Roman Reigns Not was winning? Everybody. The last pay per view of Money in the Bank, and he got that ass whooped. It was on a tag match. Actually, my exact words were, I do not trust when Roman has to rely on somebody else. Those were my exact same words. Just like before that in Saudi Arabia, when they got that ass whooped. I'm sorry, where did they do that ass? They got that ass whooped. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I've been saying, just like everybody, it's going to be a long month for Roman Reigns, but in August, he's going to right the ship for now before the downfall continues. So we heard from Jay Uso tonight and Jay Uso was interrupted by Solo Sokoa and the Juso He's interrupted by the crowd and watch chance because he doesn't yeah. even know how to control a crowd. He sucks. No, they wanted to know what Yeah, they were no, like, I what? would, com- I would argue the complete opposite. This is like a new way of controlling the what chance. Usually you just talk over them or, you know, you, you say some witty comment or something like that. Jay Uso, like, lean into them. And he just said, okay, I guess we're doing what chance? And then when he was done, they cheered. And then we just went back to doing the promo. It was, like, friendly what chance. It was weird. Sure, Alfred. Paul Heyman referred to himself as the Juso. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> what did you think about that, Glenn? How did that hit you? That's <laughs> uh, fine. Do what you got to do. Uh, no, I thought it was uh, the segment was good. I, I like when they have Paul as a surrogate for Roman. I actually like Paul without Roman more than Paul with Roman mm. lately. Um, but I think setting this up for SummerSlam, I, I don't like that they're dragging this out. Next week, we got to talk about the terms of, you know, the rules of engagement and the yada, yada, yada. I mean, whatever. We all know what's happening. But I thought Solo getting into it was good. I thought it was interesting. Issa, he almost, he like was so close to quoting you. He's talking about being a twin, and I was like, please say same load. Please say same load. He didn't say it. He didn't say it. Huge so I give this an, a B plus for that reason. Me too. 
Why, did, why didn't like that get season. over, Isa? Why didn't same load get over? <laughs> I can't talk about this storyline because your guy's takes on it is ridiculous. So I'll just let you oh, talk nonsense on. and sit back I will quietly. Say, I will say I love the preview of Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa because Paul Heyman will betray Roman Reigns and he will do it by taking Solo with him as his muscle. And I think Solo and Paul Heyman, it's going to be a great duo. And we saw shades of it here. I thought Paul Heyman was excellent in this segment. And people went crazy when they he got super kicked. It made me realize they really don't touch Paul. They don't. He doesn't get yeah. to, to take bumps or, or get he attacked. He shouldn't really be touching. He attacked a senior citizen, but. <laughs> a steel, buck 99. Read it, Glenn. more <laughs> to air me solution, no me problema. Got to roll Thank those you, eyes, Love that. Yeah. Uh, so this was good. We're keeping it. It's, it's on a simmer, though, not a burn. Not compared to last week. Like, right? This is like last week was at a boil. Now we turn down the heat a little bit. It's just bubbling. That's the brilliance of the bloodline storyline. It's like cooking. It's like Iron Chef. Mm -hmm. You got to control the temperature. It can't be 100 degrees all the time. Sometimes you got to give it a nice little medium. Sometimes you put it in the freezer for a little bit. Sometimes you got to let it jiggle a little bit, put it in an oven. And sometimes it gets to a boiling point. But uh, the WWE knows how to control these temperatures because the numbers show. Then you put a lid on it and you turn the heat off. And then an hour later, the rice is done. How does that work? Ooh, that's delicious. It's crazy. Crazy. Uh, so Austin Theory came out to join the commentary desk tonight. Um, not good. No, what what is with this character? What is this weird <laughs> character he's doing? He doesn't now? have one. He doesn't have one. It sounded like he was channeling yeah. five other wrestlers, and he was making that weird face. <laughs> wait, wait, what was listeners. the face? What was we the do face it again like? for the audio listeners. <laughs> <laughs> like like what like he has like this was bad and uh grace waller aj styles santos escobar and butch had a match for the united states championship invitational to compete to see who's going to be the man to take this title off austin theory shocked it wasn't grace and waller because grace and waller is a better version of austin we know theory. why it wasn't grace and waller we well, know yeah. it's gonna be too much of a good thing it's like yeah, gotta save grace and gotta save grace and for the rock uh but <laughs> Santos Escobar getting a very good feel good win. What a win. nice surprise. Absolutely. Nice surprise. After Carrion Cross appeared on the Titantron, oh attacked Gallows and Anderson, took out AJ's backing band in the OC and uh, distracting AJ Styles. But yeah, Santos got a very nice win and pinned Grayson Waller. Yeah, I like this match a lot. I thought everybody worked well. Um, when I saw Santos get that big spot in the corner for the top rope, when he like kind of suplex everybody, I was like, okay, well, there's his training. <laughs> like, there's it. That he's not getting anything else in this match. I have a hard time. Everybody knows I'm honorary LWO, so I know what I'm talking about. But I have a hard time rooting for them because they don't book them the best. You know what I mean? Like, they'll put them in these matches, and you're just like, are they going to win? I don't know. Um so I was very happy to see Santos. I feel like you can put Santos against anyone in there and you're going to get a banger of a match. Um, but I thought what AJ Styles did was mad stupid. Why would you take off in the middle of a match to go help your friends? Let them figure it out. Go after. The match was almost over. You just hit your finisher. Get the one, two, three, then go handle business. I would yeah. assume my friends would understand. I thought they gave AJ Styles the stupid baby face syndrome and I'm over AJ Styles and Karrion Cross. However... Super happy for Santos Escobar. Banger of a match. Probably the best match. match of the night. Oh, I mean, definitely. 
there were three match, four matches on the show. Yeah, not uh, not a very heavy wrestling show. But particularly heavy, when yeah. this came back from break, they were going like hundred miles. Per it was hour really it was awesome. good, and everyone looked I, really good. What I will say, I I'm the thing I'm going to remember from this match is the commentary. I think the commentary, whenever I'm focused on the commentary, it's either a really good thing or a really bad thing. And this was in the case of a really bad thing. And I don't think Michael Cole helped too much. Like Austin Theory is still obviously figuring out what this character is. And Michael Cole is asking some of the dumbest questions and pretty much laying out the fact that him and Grayson Waller are ripoffs of each other, which is also yeah, like literally of the Miz. <laughs> and then there was at one point that well, I mean, maybe it looks like he's like so intensely watching his competition, but the camera pans out to Theory. And I don't know if he was supposed to be talking, but he's just like staring yeah. at the ring. And I'm like, what are <laughs> we doing? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is going on here? Um, yeah, I but the match was great. But I that's those are the kind of times that I'm glad that I do a watch along and my attention is not so much on commentary offering, so I don't have to suffer yeah, too. Much. Well, that's good. <laughs> Good for Santos, but here's here's the hand tip on this. Okay, well, first off, we had a nice little meeting in the Street Profits and uh, returning Bobby Lashley. First of all, that was awesome, but uh, loved it. uh, Bobby Lashley's back. This could be a brand new herb business with the Street Profits. It's been teased before by MVP for like months. Yeah, yeah, but they made it look like Bobby Lashley just pulled up to just like say what up to his buddies and leave. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he looked sharp. He looked sharp. Yeah, I'm going to be paying very close attention to the storyline because there's no reason why, at the very least, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, I'm guessing MVP or somebody else is going to come along. This should be a great storyline. No, not good. Great storyline. And the brothers have been struggling in the Triple H era, but I'm going to yep. be paying very close attention because I very much expect you've got a lot of talent there. You've got mm-hmm. three very talented guys who are really cold right now, whether they've disappeared off TV for no reason or what. But Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits make sense on paper. It should make sense in execution. And if it doesn't, I'm going to have a lot of questions. I love the crowd reaction, too, when they saw it was Bobby Lashley yeah. in the car. Like He got a huge pop. Yeah. I feel like he was missed. Drew McIntyre as well, keeping them off TV. Maybe they were injured, whatever they were going through. I think keeping them off TV and bringing them back um, is a good thing. However, it feels like we're doing something different with Bobby. Mm. With Drew McIntyre, we're just, they just gave us the good old same yeah. Drew back where we could have taken the time to kind of yeah. change his character up a little bit. But I'm excited for this. Hot crowd tonight. They were in Flair Country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we had promos for next week's Fatal four way for the U.S. Championship. Rey Mysterio. Cameron I love Grimes. how he changes. I love how Bray changes the the intensity the intensity of the Buyaka depending on what he's trying to deliver. I need him to do a sad promo. Do you think he goes Buyaka <laughs> <laughs> at the end of it, <laughs> or like a question mark, like uh? Booyaka? If he's doubting himself, like I need to see every version of his Booyakas. The existential crisis Booyaka. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, no, so a good promo from Ray talking about, you know, the problems with his family a year ago, his new family with the LWO. Then we had like, like, was this AI Cameron Grimes? Like this was just like the most generic Cameron Grimes. This is I'm eating the pin promo next week, Cameron ever. Grimes. He's taking the pin next week. You know it. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, uh, Cameron yeah. Grimes' rocket has stalled somewhere along the way to the moon. <laughs> Remember, he had that right debut. Now. He was with like feuding with Baron Corbin. It's like, oh, they're giving Cameron Grimes a push, and now like, it's no, never being on my top 
favorites list ever. Yeah, That's I've always loved Cameron Grimes. I love Cameron Grimes, I, but this felt no. so forced tonight. I don't think it's yeah. his fault because it just seems like they're just not doing anything with him. They're just putting him out there and not really giving him much fanfare. They so took I don't think away it's entirely his, his fault. gimmick. They took away his yeah. story. I you feel know? like he's being set up to fail. It's one of those things where maybe yeah. like they didn't believe that he was, was going to work or somebody in power didn't. And so they're putting him out. Okay, we'll, we'll see if it works, but they're not giving him anything to do. And then Seamus, which I think Seamus was just asleep during this promo. This was like yeah. Seamus has cut a million variations of this promo in his career. I feel very bad for Seamus too because we were all like, okay, we know who's the fourth guy. Yeah. We all knew LA Knight was about to come up. And so I feel bad for Seamus promo. He should have just been like, yeah, I'm in the match too and just like cut to whatever. Yeah. And then <laughs> America's sweetheart, LA Knight, yes. came down to the ring. Yeah. The crowd, crowd just loved it. The Pope. Great Man, reaction this- tonight. I wasn't part of the LA Knight train until this whole Where's Waldo LA Knight edition started happening all <sighs> over social media and all the places <sighs> that people are finding LA Knight. I pop every time I see a new one, whether it's photoshopped or not. It's my favorite thing on social media right now. If I'm just going to say this. If he doesn't win this title, if he doesn't win the tournament and the title, I am I'm very worried. This is going to be like Charlie Brown and Lucy in the football. Why wouldn't he win? Because no, it's WWE. Yeah, we WWE thought we loves booking money in the bank. When somebody gets organically yeah. popular to the levels of an LA night, they have this philosophy, which is very warped, because it happened with Brian Danielson, which was also yeah. a mistake that, well, if we keep beating him, people will love him more. And that is bullshit thinking. So they should have him win this match. That's what I'm saying. He has to win this. We thought he was winning money in the bank. We? No, we? The, the, I the said Damian Priest. I'm, I'm the Don't lead. even. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you do. Just saying. I said they allow me to remind you. Who did I say? I said Damien Priest. Who won Damien Priest? But you know. Wait, did you say Damien Priest was going to win? Yeah, yeah I, I did. That. I did. Oh, of course you did. Damien Archer, that. Archer, you know Archer you know Avenger, I think me, I that Damien Priest. Yeah, I think you did say that. Looks like the bad Thank guy you. in Cyborg. That Damien Thank Priest. You. Thank you. <laughs> Looks like he should be playing a saxophone on a beach shirtless at the beginning of the Lost Boys. That Damien Priest. I know where you live. I'll show up at your door with him and see how you are. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be like, I'll be like please come take care of this. And my real quick. question will be, why didn't they let you keep the name Punishment Martinez? That's such a such cool a name. name. That's such That's a awesome. good name. I like Damien Priest. It just do doesn't too. sound very Puerto Rican. But Punishment Martinez, <laughs> like that name, like just yeah. like like you're just excited to see who that person is if you've never seen them. You know? I don't know. Anyhow, LA Knight, great promo tonight, great crowd reaction. He's got he's gotta win this. And I like Austin Theory is just done at this point. I feel bad. I don't feel bad actually, but I feel bad. I wouldn't say he's done. I think the title might be an albatross because he's won so many big matches and like defended that title and yeah. he's been champion but, forever. But, but Grayson Waller, Grayson Waller stole his push. Grayson Waller's getting into it with The Rock. Grayson Waller's doing segments with John Cena. That was the first shoe that dropped, and LA Knight is the second. Yeah, but I, okay, it's none of their faults though. They're getting over by being their characters, so is I'm Austin not going to blame Grayson Waller for actually getting over. over. That's what I'm saying. He's not getting over, but that's not Grayson Waller's fault. It's not LA Knight's fault yeah, because Grayson, they're actually Austin, succeeding. Austin Theory has had two years, a uh, year and a half. He's had a year and a half of getting like a, a, a shocking push. I think he's got the, the biggest push of any NXT call up. He is a victim of the John Cena WrestleMania thing. And I'm not saying Austin Theory's not talented. He, I liked him when he was in the way. 
I think that there was potential, but I'm saying that Austin Theory, remember everyone accused of like, oh, they're shoving Roman Reigns down our throats. Like with Austin, like Austin was a bit of a forced push. It's, it's kind of that. And that's why I'm buying low on Austin Theory. I'm not giving up on him. I don't think he's done. I think after he loses that title and that stock is nice and low, I'm buying I'm shorting low on that Austin stock. Theory. I'm shorting something that Something needs to happen. Like he needs to be involved in something, but uh, it's almost like too big to fail. Kind of like a Roman Reigns where it's like this company is too invested in this guy for him to just fail. And I think that they're going to figure it out. No. I think they're pulling it and taking the tax right off. They're pulling an HBO max and they're like, maybe if we just take them off the air, we can save on our taxes. We can write off the entire thing. That's an inside industry joke for people that don't pay attention to Hollywood. Um, but I think he that, should go uh, on strike. That's what he needs. He should go on strike. That would be amazing. That would be a good storyline. Actually, you know what? Austin theory will become my favorite wrestler if he loses and then goes on strike and pickets, <laughs> and, he pickets and he pickets the WWE matches. That would be incredible. That is how you reboot Austin Theory because he just like he should pout that he loses and just throws the biggest shit fit ever <laughs> and says he's renegotiating his contract. And WWE must succumb to his demands. And Vince will love it because Vince is like, oh, we can make fun of those entitled actors and writers. And you know, you know, you know Vince will make fun of the unions too. All of those yes, exactly. wrestlers' rights. Oh my god, Austin Theory! If you're watching this and thinking I'm a real shithead for for dissing you, I just helped you. Yeah, this is gold to reboot your career after you lose that title to LA Knight. Book it. Make it so. I'm, I want to see a strike. Steel. Not a steel. But a steel. $4.99. Mm. Love Santos getting the dub. WWE doing an outstanding job making me oh making me Latinos. That's my Latinos for you that don't don't speak <laughs> Spanish. Uh, and all mid carters in general actually matter. Yep. Sube tu bandera si tú eres latino. Yo, Atina and Will Nightingale, not for nothing, are putting on a really good match on Rampage right now. Oh, yeah, that's no surprise. That's going to be the only match I watch. Yeah, it's really good. That's oh. why you guys were over there talking about Austin Theory, and I'm over here. Like, it's really good. <laughs> Austin Theory, I'm buying low. The stock is going to be at 69 cents. I'm buying low. If they do this storyline, he will be the biggest star in WWE, who's not yeah, Roman Reigns or LA Knight. Or Cody Rhodes. God. Is Cody still wrestling? Is he still like signed to WWE? Oh, you'll or? see. Oh, you'll he's not see. going back to AEW. Not yet. Not I mean, he's in fight forever. He's in the game. Hey, the guy is the smartest man in wrestling. He's getting two checks. You got to get that bag. Him and Jeff Jarrett. The main event tonight. Oscar, looking like a million bucks. Always. Really cool makeup. The way she does that metallic, I need to find know, see if, he, so if she cool. does her makeup on her YouTube channel. Like, I got to figure out what she's using to get that metallic to look like that because it looked incredible. It did look really, really good. Uh, mm -hmm. She defended her championship against Bianca Belair. Yep. I think we got cheated. Yes. Now, before the match started, Bailey and EO Sky made their way through the crowd. And did you know Bailey bought a ticket to the show? So she had every right to be there? Isn't this show like legit sold out? Like, where are they getting all these tickets? Where's Stop the fire marshal? It's not even up? that. Like, the part that bothered me even more was when Charlotte comes out with her ticket, when she clearly said backstage she was sticking around. So did she need a ticket? Like, she yeah. said to Adam Pierce, oh, me, I'm changing my mind. I'm going to stick around. Why does she have a ticket? Let me tell you what I've learned living in Vegas. If you're near the venue oh. and you're on StubHub like a half an hour before the show starts, you can get tickets for dirt cheap. Oh yeah, that's true. Definitely yeah. true. Same thing with SoFi Stadium out here in LA. I heard too. if you, I heard if you buy a burger too, like 
Like six AEW tickets. Yeah, we were Nightingale one. Oh, so nice! Good. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll talk about my ticket shenanigans after we finish SmackDown. But uh, had the shock of my life this week with a live show I went to see. How's that Ooh, for a tease? Can't wait to hear. Um, so it's like a reverse tease. You're gonna tease something that you're going no, off no. air with. I'll no. I'll tell I'll tell everyone on the air after. We're oh, on the air. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Bailey and Eos guy were in the crowd. Charlotte was there. Interferences happened. There was disqualification. Um, you know, this match kind of got going and started, but I love what they're doing with EO Sky. I love this gimmick that she's about to cash in and Bailey just hesitates enough and then something happens and it's like, oh, we missed our chance to cash in. Yeah, my favorite thing is that it's Bailey hyping her up on the outside yeah. when she sees that Asuka's like knocked down, get her in the ring, go catching. And then when she gets her in the ring, Bailey's like, I, I don't know, I don't know. I love that Bailey also wore the white shirt because the mist just looks better on white. Like it yes, just has so. a bigger effect. I, I pop for that. Um, this was very predictable, but it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? It wasn't a bad match. It was just like we no, all knew. No, it wasn't really and, even a match, though. And they waited not even a minute into the match to start showing Bailey and Io mm-hmm. walking through the crowd. You already know. You're like, okay, we're in for shenanigans. Why pay attention? That's the part that right. I just... They could have waited, giving them a few minutes without showing them. Do you think... You know what? I could see them doing one week that, like... Or the, the logical evolution, because they're really making this about Bailey and Io. That yeah. Bailey, because she hands the briefcase, might try and sabotage EO. Try. Bailey then does, but then Bailey does try. the pin. I think they're going to wrestle for that briefcase yes. eventually. No, no, I think well, Bailey does no, the what pin I think might ha- in. What I'm afraid is going to happen is that EO is going to cash in, and right after they bring the bell, Bailey's going to hit yeah, up the yeah. rose plant, and she's going to lose the cash-in match. Or yeah. Bailey just does the pin Ooh. and says, like, Possession's nine-tenths of the law. You know, I was holding the briefcase. I don't want EO to yeah. be the first successful cashing for the women. Oh. I know. Yeah, me neither. And I don't, I wouldn't like them adding, to, I don't want any new rules for Money in the Bank. Money in the I Bank mean, never needed any new, it's always been awesome. But correct. now that you can, can steal your pin, like we don't need any new rules for Money in the Bank. Right. Yeah. Um, They should do a plot where like it'd be better for a male wrestler like auctions it off or something <laughs> didn't they do that oh no it was a lawsuit the yeah, it was a lawsuit, yeah. Right? yeah with jbl as a judge that was that was Jesus. bad um but this main event was predictable it was fine i mean it's gonna it's gonna yeah. be a triple threat at SummerSlam, and then maybe eo i mean eo is gonna get involved eo and bailey are gonna get involved i don't know if we get the official cash in but eo and bailey are a thousand percent involved mm-hmm. in that match yeah oh one thousand percent but i'm at some point, we gotta get to Bianca and Charlotte one on one. He doesn't need a title. I know. Like you were talking about how Roman could just defend the tribal chiefs, like being the tribal chief. Just the fact that she wants to be the EST by beating the four horsewomen. Like, there's so many things you could do this mm-hmm. that doesn't need to involve a title. It really is a marquee match. And I hate when they feel like they need to put a title in a match that's. I, I got the chance, the honor, because I love her, to interview Bianca three times. All three times I've asked her, when are we going to get Charlotte? Like, some of us have yeah. been waiting for this moment. We don't need a title. Just let them go at it. I agree. Uh, so final thoughts on SmackDown tonight, Alfred. That was a good show. I, I mean, I thought it was good. Uh, I didn't mind that. I mean, I know there wasn't a lot of wrestling, but SmackDown's been doing a good job of that. And I thought the Bloodline segment was very good again. But I'm very much looking forward to next week. I think it's going to be another peak segment. 
And did you know it's going to be on FS1 next week? FS1. This is going to be a test. Like, not going to be a test, but I'm very curious to see the number they do because obviously it's not going to be anything near what they've been doing on Fox. But it's going to be one of the better FSN numbers yeah. that they've ever had. They pull FSN. back. FS1. They don't. They I don't. thought they would save their non-Roman week for FS1. I'm very shocked that yeah. we're getting Roman on the FS1 week. But well, I guess they don't know when that's going to fall to. You know what I mean? You schedule him ahead yeah, of time, yeah. but I was shocked by that. He's the final thoughts on SmackDown tonight. I thought it was a great show. I'm glad that WWE acknowledged their mistake of not putting LA Knight on TV last week and they figure out a way to throw him out there real quick. I was entertained. Uh, I love how the women were all featured tonight. A lot of women's action. I, I was entertained. What else can I ask for, Glenn? A pony. I don't <laughs> like horses. I don't trust them at all. Horses and dolphins are terrible people. Wait, what are... <laughs> Okay, horses I understand, but dolphins hit me up with this. What's, what's Dolph- this? Are that? you kidding me? You don't know about dolphins? Well, up, they've been I'm not gonna say it on the air. The dolphins yeah, and the orcas have been attacking the ships. Apis. Dolphins are horrible. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> dolphins. dolphins are pretty much humans of the sea. They have the same characteristics as humans, uh, and so they're very narcissistic. They're they're capable of bullying. They can have sex for pleasure. If you come, if you come across a horny dolphin, you're done, bro. Oh, you're done. Oh yeah, done, done. So last night, uh, or so this week, so we've been going to see all the Vegas shows that we can get free tickets for through the locals stuff. We went and saw Spice Wannabe, the Spice Girls tribute to the Excalibur. It was delightful. Okay. It was good. Highly recommend it, especially if you can get discounted tickets. It was good. But the other night I said to my wife, I was like, you know, Carrot Top is listed for free tonight. Oh, no. And I know my wife <laughs> thinks Carrot Top is icky. Um, and I was like, come on, it'll be like an anti-comedy thing. Let's go out to dinner and then we'll go see Carrot Top. During dinner, she says, what type of comedy does Carrot Top even do? And I'm like, wait, you don't know that Carrot Top is a prop comic? I thought about not telling her, but she made me tell her. I'm like, he's a prop comic. She was like, oh my God, fuck you. I don't want to go to this. I was like, let's just go. It'll be a great story because it'd be awful. My wife laughed louder and more consistently during Carrot Top than anything else I've accompanied to in almost 20 years of being together. And I laughed a lot as well. And I've been a Carrot Top hater in the past, but I have to say it was a solid freaking show. He is a little bit angry and over it, which made it even funnier. But I have turned, I have done a complete 180 on this. I thought Carrot Top was solid. I've never in my life met anybody, anybody. And I've talked to comedians every day and stuff like, I've never met anybody who's seen Carrot Top live and hated it. He, he gets a lot of shit in the big punching bag for whatever yeah. reason, because prop comics are not very respected and most of them suck. But I've never heard one bad word about Carrot Top live in my life. And he has such longevity. Like that has to, you know, you have to wonder what is he doing? Yeah. I've never had any interest in seeing him, but I also have never really heard bad things. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the prop stuff was was good. You know, it was quick. So if you if one joke didn't land, he moved on next. But actually, the best parts was we were just talking to the audience and telling stories because this guy has had a weird career. Mm-hmm. So it was it was very fun. I recommend it. Uh, I'm I was wrong. I, I you know misjudged Carrot Top. Another conversion. Really time. Another conversion. Uh, wow. Are you gonna see him again? Let's go uh, see him. We're in Vegas. Well, I'll go see Carrot Top again. Especially <laughs> if we get free tickets. I'll absolutely. In fact, that's what we'll do when you guys are here. We're going to go on the free ticket site and we're just going to pick like okay. what's the weirdest free show. There's a lot of like burlesque shows. There's a lot of magic shows. There's a lot of like comedy shows from people you've never heard of before. But occasionally you see like Carrot Top or Blue Man Group or something like that or or AEW Double or Nothing. Like occasionally there is something kind of namey. 
but uh yeah we would absolutely we should absolutely go to the, like just the most random obscure thing we can we can hell find. yeah we'll be fine so we, we'll go see the jew man group yeah let's go <laughs> that's always on there the jew man group is a hundred percent always there <laughs> i'm down as long yeah. as i go with you dude i'm telling you so with vegas i was talking about this the other night on the podcast to do with jeff gersman like my favorite thing about living here so far is just the weird vegas stuff like i mean gambling i'll go out and gamble and play poker but i like just meeting like the weird folks i play three six hold'em a fair amount and i went to like south point and i was at a table it took me forever to get in there i'm like why did this take so long and I'm playing at a table with people who are like, yeah, if you play for 50 hours straight, the casino gives you $500. I was like, that's insane. Who's doing that? And six people at the table raised their hand. They're like, we're going to be here. This was a Thursday night. We're going to be here through Saturday. Jesus. It's crazy. Like dudes are having phone conversations while the game's going on. He was telling the person on the phone what the flop was every time. It's all like two fist fights almost break out last weekend. Like I love the weird, dirty Vegas, like just experience. That has been my favorite part, just the character and the culture of that. I love that. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have to partake when you're at it. And we'll have to go to Chicas Bonitas, which I hear is uh, the most delightful of the strip clubs. But I've been I waiting. See, see, see. Yes. Cross from Jerry's Nugget, which I went to Jerry's Nugget the other night. And I was like, oh, this is something. Yeah, I don't <sighs> want to see Jerry's Nugget, but the strip club, I'll take you up yeah. <laughs> uh, Well... Speaking of comedy, Alfred, you got any dates coming up you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Too many dates. Should I uh, uh, plug, yeah, plug them? I'm going to be in L.A. all week. Let me look at my calendar. I'm going to be... Oh, I'm going to be in Detroit for SummerSlam week, and I'll be doing a couple of shows out there. Uh, well, maybe you'll Detroit buy my improv. dinner that you owe me, because I'll be... Oh, home. yeah, yeah. If I see you, I will buy Issa dinner, okay? I'm mm-hmm. going to be in uh, L.A. all weekend. Come to the uh, Hollywood Improv... What's today? The 14th. And then on the 21st, 22nd, they're going to be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Uh, I'm going to be doing stand-up all over LA. Go to Alfred Cunha at A-K-L-N-U-W-A on IG. I post my dates there. Uh, but Nice. Uh, very, very busy week. Issa, I was in Vegas like? a couple of uh, days yeah. ago, actually. It was a, wait, it was a quick wait one. a second. Was wait, 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 why did I, I didn't have time to go. It was just a very quick hitter. Boom, boom, in and out. You know, collect the check, stuff like that. I will never go to Vegas and not call you, Glenn. Yeah, I'm going out masked, but I'm going out. It could be anywhere. It's like, like that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like you go if you're not planning on seeing the guy. There's no use of calling him because I it's know, almost like you're I taunting know. him. Matt Morgan still doesn't let me forget about the fact I was in Orlando, like at a convention for five days, and all <laughs> I texted him was to be like, "How do you deal with this fucking humid weather?" And like that was it. That was my whole text to him. Like not like <laughs> we should get together. Just like how do you deal with this humid weather? Uh, Isa, what would you like to plug? What do you got going on? Everybody can find me at NYC Demon Diva here all across my social, especially my YouTube and Lucha Libre Online and also here. I'm doing a bunch of yes. stuff in Puerto Rico locally, just covering a bunch of events, especially WWC Summer Madness next week. It's going to be fun. There you go. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein on the Twitter, the threads, the parlor and the truth social. Give me a follow. Let's go. The th- you're on truth? No, I'm not on okay. truth social. <laughs> I was hoping you were. <sighs> just seeing if you're paying attention uh so have a good weekend everybody we'll catch you back here next time on the wrestling inc podcast take care bye bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.